Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you might be. Welcome to Happy Crappy Hour, our live stream of the week. And today we have a topic, which is the truth about narcissists, which I think is really interesting and necessary to remember what the narcissist is in order to, to see through their deceit and get away from them. So all in all, a much happier life if you know what to expect and how to get out of that. So you guys, today we're also going to talk about what the happy and crappies mean. So those of you who are coming on and are new to this, happies are what went well this week that we want to keep doing and crappies are what did not go well this week and we want to stop doing. So uh, let me see what's going on here. Sorry, you guys, I'm just checking on. Okay, here we are. Let's bring up my computer screen so I can see you guys as you come on. So, the, I'll start with sharing my happies and my crappies, and I hope that you guys will join in as well. So, my happies this week were that, um, well, cooked a really great meal last night. <laughs> it just turned out really good. Hey, if you guys don't know about this, sous vide. That's the new way, not really new, but um, it's kind of become more and more popular to cook uh, meat. And I think there are other things you can cook in it as well. Sous vide means uh, completely submersed. So it's a French term. It's the way you cook meat is to submerse it in a bag, keep it in a Ziploc airtight bag, and you submerse it under water at a certain temperature for like an hour to... Uh, the longest I've done one was 48 hours, <laughs> 48 hours for a chuck roast. And you really don't need to do it that long. I just did it that long because the timing came out better for me to have it done right when it was dinner time. Because uh, it takes about 36 to 48 hours. Anyway, came out so ridiculously tender. It was like prime rib. Just that's amazing to me. So that's my happy, you guys. Uh, crappies this week, let me see, I think would be that, you know, this continual deceit that we are in under narcissists, that it makes you crazy and it makes you feel hopeless at times or even helpless. You know, what do you do to get away from these narcissists? Not just away from them, but to have them stop impacting your world. How do you expose their lies? How do you, um, keep them from affecting your daily life. So I would say that's my crappy this week because out there <laughs> in the government right now is a lot of psychopaths. I, I can't even call them narcissists, honestly. Just a lot of psychopaths out there. So you got to be so careful. The way they're lying to you, I use them now as my major uh, example. When I watch what's going on, I see the complete and utter lies. And then the media is their flying monkey. Not just their flying monkeys. Like the media is an arm or a branch of their narcissistic, psychopathic uh, machine. Whatever it is that they've got going on. So good morning, John Bailey. Good to see you. So yeah, you know, if you guys want to talk about how you're feeling nowadays, because especially it's becoming more and more oppressive, right? Um, but here's the good news. Your mind is what controls your mood. So even in the midst of uh, being in a POW, you know, jail uh, 
box, prison, whatever you might be, not you right now, but you know, people who've been in, in certain situations where they are POWs, prisoners of war, they're, wherever their mind is, that's what will drive them. So there are people who will die <clears throat> when they are captured because they give up immediately. They just feel like they're doomed and there's nothing they can do to escape. While there are others that, that endure incredible torture for years and yet they come out alive and they still live incredibly productive lives. It's just amazing. And it has, you know, this superpower, if you want to call it that, can be used by anyone, even, sadly, the narcissist. <laughs> there are narcissists that come out of uh, tremendous trauma and they turn to evil, sadly. And yet you wonder, like, well, they're to be respected or admired because they came from such a terrible area or a terrible place in their life. And yet they they're able to function. But here's the deal, you guys. With narcissists, they're not really functioning. They're putting up another facade. So in their minds, they're living in this fantasy world where they are uh, better than everybody else. They're stronger than everybody else. They're smarter than everybody else. So even when they're captured by the enemy and behind enemy lines, their mind is still there. Their mind is still pushing for survival because they feel like they're super. They're superhuman. Well, many of us, we have to learn to do that. And actually, a lot of people are able to do that because of brain training or uh, using really good habits in their life of always looking to the positive and being optimistic. So those people are going to survive the, the concentration camps or the imprisonment and still be able to come out. They're going to be scarred, but they're going to come out and be able to move forward and heal from that wounding that happened. Now, many people who've gone through narcissistic abuse or in relationships with a narcissist will come out feeling like they're going through PTSD. And it is true. We do feel this way because we've been caged for so long and learn to live within these boundaries, these terrible boundaries actually set by the narcissist or your captors, and then you come out into the real world and you're traumatized and you don't know how to function. But if you can get your mind squared away, if you can get your mind focused on good things and keep, keep control of your mind, which means when your mind starts going down this trail of uh, depression or negativity or a trail of hopelessness, you need to be able to immediately do an about face. That's That comes with training. So in a way, this has all been my kind of crappy this week. So there are moments that I start going to, through that negative, like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, we're, we're screwed. <laughs> this is it. You know, there's no way of taking back um, sanity, right? Uh, the insane people are running the asylum right now. So you feel like, well... What hope is there when the insane seem to be growing and getting um, more more traction? Excuse me, you guys. Let me grab a drink of water here. <clears throat> Not better yet. I had a drink of coffee. Ah, 
Actually, I prefer green tea in the morning, but this morning I just wanted to have some coffee. And it has been good. So I guess that's another happy for me. Getting up in the mornings and getting that time to settle down and have a calm cup of coffee or a cup of tea or just something that is relaxing and calming and soothing. Do a little bit of that every day for yourself. Now, the crappy is when you start feeling like your world is closing in on you and you don't know how in the world to get control back to your world. And so that's why it's really important today to talk about the truth about narcissists. Because there are times that we think this narcissist is so powerful, so strong, has so many friends or supportive actors, if you will, deceived people who are going along with the narcissist and play acting out their narrative, right? Um, and you think, what hope is there? How am I going to be able to get control of sanity and, and, and get the narcissist off this throne, right, that they put themselves on? So we're going to talk into that today. And good to see you, Jihad. Good to see you. Well, thank you guys for hopping on today. I would like to hear what's going on in your life. And we're going to see how to apply what we're learning into your life right now. Because you don't want to just learn things and then just keep it in the back of your head and then think, oh, yeah, that's that's a great advice. Um, that, those are great things to do. And then never implement them, right? You want to start implementing good habits and good tactics for a good life. So, lover of the truth, good to see you. And Alice, oh no, Alicia, good to see you. Good morning. So you guys, the truth about narcissists. The first thing that came to mind for me when I think of narcissists, when I thought about narcissists, like what is it about them? How are they so bold? Why are they so aggressively um, narcissistic, you know, why are they so confident in the evil that they do, right? in the negative, in the, their lying? What is it? Like how? Because for us, it's not normal. We have a conscience. We're going to feel bad when we tell a lie. We're not going to boldly push something we know is a lie or a delusion of ours onto other people and expect them to follow the delusion. But narcissists do. And I just thought, well, what is it about narcissists that practically encourages them to be like that? And the first thing that came to me was that they think that they are God or God-like. Yes, they actually think that they are on a higher realm of consciousness than the rest of us. So they don't think that rules of this world, even legal laws, right, apply to them because they are on a special plane of consciousness that the rest of us are not on. That's how they see themselves. But the truth is, they're not on a higher plane of consciousness. They are actually on a lower plane of consciousness. They're living in a fantasy world, which is not even connected to reality doesn't even exist with facts about what's going on all around them. They don't see it. They can't see where reality really is. They, they don't, they can't, okay, let me give you an example. 
they can't see that they're, well, let me see. I don't want to say they can't see that their town is burning down. I think more likely that they distance themselves from it, right? So they can't see and they refuse to look when people are saying, look, your town is burning down. And they'll focus on the next block, like three blocks over. And they're like, well, this block is perfectly fine. Everything looks normal. People are at work and I'm able to go into a coffee shop and get a cup of coffee. So obviously three blocks from here where things are burning down, that's not to them, not reality. So they refuse to look. And the funny, you know, the reason I even bring up that scenario is because I think it was about a year ago, I was listening to um, uh, a guy on YouTube who was covering what the heck's going on, right? And the town's actually burning down. And people were commenting and saying from those towns, well, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as you, you know, you think it is. <clears throat> you know, people are still living their lives and people are still walking safely down the street, etc. And his response to them, because he had been a wartime journalist, right? He had been sent to, I want to say, um, was it Egypt during the Arab Spring a few years ago now? And he said that you would be surprised that five blocks from buildings burning down, five blocks from people shooting, five blocks from people getting, um, you know, destroyed in the streets and everything being torn down and mobs going crazy, five blocks. And he goes, and not even five blocks. I think he said like around the corner, he said that he would be able to go into a cafe and have lunch with his colleagues right? The cameraman and whoever else was with him. They could sit down and have a burger or whatever and, and eat and have a coffee while just outside the door, a block away, maybe a couple of blocks away. They're in utter war. They're at war with each other. There's civil unrest. There are people attacking each other. This was in the Arab Spring. I believe it was in Egypt. I can't be certain, but I think that's where he said he was. And he said, if you, if you just recorded what was going on inside the cafe where he was, you would never believe that just a couple of blocks away, people were, were killing themselves. They were killing each other. They were, they were attacking and destroying property and, and hurting one another. And I think that this is what's happening in the U.S., you guys. There's still horrible attacks, still horrible um, rioting, still horrible destruction of not just property, but lives. And people will say, well, I'm looking outside my window and everything looks normal. And uh, there are kids throwing a Frisbee around in the park, you know, and you're thinking, yeah, because you, you, war is not everywhere all at once. Even the Civil War, even World War One and World War Two, there will be towns right next to the one that's being bombed but in that one you know a town one you know a kilometer away things are peaceful like they can even hear the bombs going off and stuff but in their town the farmers are still farming the mothers are still you know making meals for the family the kids are still running around the house and you're like it looks normal how, how can it look normal 
And yet, not too far away, there I can even hear the bombs going off. This is what the narcissist does. The narcissist uh, isolates. They're they're flying monkeys. They're they're supportive. I, I really call them supportive actors and actresses because the actors and actresses, for some some of them, probably a lot of them, know what's going on. But they want to fool everybody else. They want to put on a show for the rest of us. So they're going to act as if, hey, everything is normal. Look at us. We're, we're conducting business as usual. We're, we're living our lives as usual. We'll even invite you over and watch uh, us interact with one another and, and live our normal lives. And, you, and those who are close to the narcissist, as in proximity, right? Those who are being pulled into this crazy narrative and crazy lie cannot fathom that a few yards away, maybe a couple of neighborhoods away, the narcissist had just destroyed somebody's life, right? They don't notice that. They can't see it. And then they refuse to believe it's even that bad as it's being reported by the victims of the narcissist. So that's why when you and I, we go to try to tell people what the narcissist has done. When we try to tell people that the, how the narcissist had sabotaged us and destroyed our lives or stole money from us, other people who've dealt with the narcissist on their good behavior, that is, on the narcissist's good behavior, uh, will not believe it. Because they're thinking, well, the narcissist even gave me $5 to go get something the other day or $20 um, to get some gas. I can't believe that the narcissist would steal from you when they're so generous with me. The narcissist thinks that they're God and thinks that they, all the rules that we go by, all the rule, you know, Ten Commandments, if you will, right? No lying, no cheating, no coveting, no murder, you know, anything at all. They believe that they're on this higher level of consciousness, that all those rules that give us guidance does not apply to them. They get to work outside of the rules. And that's why at times we feel like they're controlling our world. That's why at times we feel like, how is it that this person can lie, you know, bold face to everybody's everybody's face, um, just boldly lie to them and still not be caught because they carry it off with such confidence that everybody else around them thinks, no, that person can't possibly be lying and that confident about their lie. It doesn't make sense. It's illogical in our world of order, but in their world of chaos where they control the rules, they make the rules as they go. They change the rules as they go. In fact, I, I'm going through, you know, I was reading an article in my town the other day, just yesterday, actually, maybe it was two days ago. And um, again, people complaining that there there's a certain sect inside of a party, political party, if you will, that makes up rules as they go. And the people within that political party were very upset, right? They're like, what the heck? How can you just make up rules as you go when the rest of us are following the rules? Well, guess what? It's because narcissists will, first of all, uh, there's two tiers to this thing. First of all, 
if it's the narcissist that's changing the rules, it's because they don't see that they the rules apply to them. So it's okay to bend the rules or um, just just slightly ignore the rules for a few minutes, <laughs> just until they get their application in, pass the deadline, or or they uh, hold back people from opposing them because they don't they don't want to allow for anyone to oppose their narrative. So it's okay for them to lock those people up who even question their narrative, right? How dare you question me? I'm going to accuse you of something else completely, but to the point where it's criminal enough that you will get removed from my site. So that's what narcissists will do. Second tier is say the rules aren't being changed, but they're going to project it to whoever's in charge, right? They're like, oh, well, they're changing the rules. And you're looking around, you're like, well, what rules have been changed? What's Explain to me what, what has been changed. And the narcissist will make up complete lies. And here's the deal, though. Here's the good news. You can always check. You can always check to see if what the narcissist says is true. So if the narcissist says these rules have been changed, go check. Go check and find out. Were those rules changed? Because if you just automatically believe what the narcissist says without checking, that is the narcissist's dream. They, they don't expect you because they think we're all too lazy to go and check. So they, that's why they lie so boldly because they assume that nobody is going to check. First of all, because we're too stupid in their eyes, right? None of us are as smart as the narcissist. So we're not going to double check. We're not going to see if indeed what the narcissist says is true. And guess what? There are ways to find out. There are ways. It just takes a little time and it takes some effort. So we do need to stop being lazy and we do need to check what the narcissist says. So you guys, another thing about narcissists, you know, if they think that they're God or God-like or on the same level with God, like God favors them. And I'm using this, you know, they don't even have to be a Christian to believe this. They believe that there is some higher power, right? Whether it's God or some um, some other spiritual be being or, or a universe thing, right? The God of the universe, whatever it is to them. They think that they have a direct line to that God. They think that that God prefers them. They think that because they've been getting away with so much deceit, so much evil, so much manipulation that that God must favor them that God must have given them this position that God must have uh, been encouraging them to move in the direction they're moving right so they just kind of think oh my gosh another huge narcissist thing I even hate to bring this up it's not even about God some of them actually believe that uh, they serve the devil, right? And they think that the devil prefers them. This is it's actually more accurate for them to believe that than to believe that there's this um, altruistic spiritual being of God that supports them or is on the, you know, brings them up to his, his or her, I don't know, level, God's level. It's more accurate for them to believe that they serve the devil, not even serve, that they're like 
sitting on the throne next to the devil. It is absolutely hideous, evil, and insane, you guys. But this is how the narcissist thinks. Like They actually think, okay, the ones that think that they're good will think that they're God's right-hand person, right-hand man. Those who are obviously, even to themselves, evil, and they don't know why they enjoy watching people get hurt or enjoy uh, wrecking people's lives, but they kind of feel like they're the devil's right-hand man. And not even that. They actually believe they're on the same level with the devil. It, it's sickening. And those out there who are complete, <laughs> excuse me, atheists and don't believe any of that, they think that their consciousness, their reality is above everybody else's reality, right? So they elevate themselves to be the God, right? Or whoever controlling everybody else, the rest of us. It's a weird, crazy, God-like complex. Oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't realize this. So there's a, you probably already know this, but there's a pretty, um, very, very famous person, public figure, let's just say. I'm not going to say what's, ah, I was going to say that. I'm not going to say what they're in, what's their um, profession. But this person has about 50 million followers. 50 million. And they name themselves King. Yeah, that's their handle. King and then whatever their, you know, rest of their name is. And I'm thinking, wow, what a total a-hole. <laughs> Sorry. But it takes a huge a-hole to believe that they're King right? Or even queen. I really have a hard time with that. I'm so sick and tired of people calling themselves king or queen. Because here's the deal. If you're king or queen, kings and queens have subjects, right? Kings and queens have slaves, have serfs, have servants. Who is it that they think is their servant or their serf or their slave? Who, who do you guys think that these narcissists believe their king of or queen of, uh, of their own empty home? No, 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 no. Of their own um, marriage? And it's just one other person that supposedly reigns with them? I'm sorry. You know, I understand that in, I, I've heard it a few times in one particular culture. And I'm like, guys, I understand you're trying to elevate yourselves for uh, self-worth, you know, to, to just bring yourselves up. But what you're doing is you're bringing yourself, not just up, you're bringing yourselves above everybody else. You actually think that you're better and you're setting yourself up to be a freaking narcissist, you guys. And the more they practice this type of thinking, the more they practice that they're godlike, they're on the same level with God, they're a king. You know, if, if, if there were still kings in their country, they would be ordained by God to be king of that country. They actually think that everybody else is below them. And especially this, you know, one particular public figure who has 50 million. I mean, I don't even understand why the heck, but I guess it's a lot from other countries, not just his own country. Um, but when they have that many people ooing and aahing and just admiring them and going crazy with, you know, love for them and adoration for them, yeah, they're going <laughs> to, they're, I think they probably identify with Xerxes. Xerxes, is that how you say it? 
the Persian king that went around and destroyed uh, much of the uh, Europe and conquered it and ruthlessly slaughtered people. I mean, war is bad. So they're, I'm sorry to say, but yeah, even if you're a good guy and going to war, people will be uh, slaughtered mercilessly and it's sad. So I would never, ever encourage that. I would never encourage, oh, that's the first step is to battle and go to war with each other. The first step is to see if there's any common ground. First step is to see if there's anything that we can do to work together, right? That each would compromise and and also benefit, right? Where are the benefits for each of you? This is a normal relationship. One with a narcissist, though, is of no... Uh, compromise you know it's entirely their way and nothing else right they will not tolerate conceding or ceding any territory over to another person so i was just kind of reminded of a joke i heard yesterday but i'm not going to share it here because it was kind of bad uh you know but i would recommend you go to dry bar comedy you guys this is, I, I love that and we're going to get into that, by the way, in a little bit, because we're thinking, you know, we're so negative at this point. We're, we're so maybe even feeling defeated. And you think, how in the world do I get out of this? How in the world do we take back control from the insane who are running the asylum? Like we, want, we want to not just um, put the proper people back in charge of the asylum, but we actually want to get out the asylum. The asylum is not a safe place to be, but it is where you need to put the the insane narcissist that they're uh, one of the terms I really hate is it's evil genius. I just don't think evil is genius ever. I just don't. I think that it's just evil. So when people think that an evil narcissist is just a genius, I'm like, no, they're not a genius. They're simply working outside the rules. They do not believe that the rules apply to them, so they can work outside the rules and do whatever they want outside the rules. And to us, we're thinking, wow, that, you know, but how did they get all these things accomplished? That's genius. It's not genius, it's just evil because they work outside the rules of morality, they work outside the rules of, of caring about others, you know, the golden rule treat others as you would want to be treated. Suddenly now that rule is out the window. They don't care. They, they don't think that applies to them. They think that they can treat whoever they want as badly as they want because they judged that person and they decided what that person deserves. You see where the playing God part is coming in? They actually believe that they are in a position of higher authority of the rest of us. So they can judge us, they can decide what our fate is and what we deserve as far as punishment goes. And it never occurs to them that whatever they're doing to us, is that something they would want done to them? Because they're, they're working outside the rules. If they were working within the rules, they would say, holy cow, no, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. And that could possibly happen to me because I'm working within, inside the rules. But because then when they think that they control everything, they get to make up everything, they get to create 
and change the rules, then that means they can do whatever they want. And then we're thinking, oh my gosh, they're so amazingly, why are they so brilliant that they can get away with all? It doesn't take brilliance. It takes boldness in evil. Simply that. It's just simply boldness in evil. And the rest of us, what do we do then? How do we combat this? Well, we combat it with the truth. Always the truth. The truth will come out. And as the truth comes out, more and more people will wake up. More and more people will start demanding that the narcissist stop being a total evil jerk. And not just demanding it, but they will not be persuaded or deceived or manipulated, right, by the narcissist. So as the narcissist lies to them boldly, um, you know, with a smile on their face, they're so charming, right? The narcissist is so charming. And as they're doing this, they see no repercussions coming to, to them because remember, they're outside the rules. But the rest of us, as we start to wake up, we're like, hold on. I'm going to, first of all, check that to see if it's true, right? So you can do that. I'm going to go check and see if you truly are divorced. <laughs> you know, you're, you're out here dating and you're telling me you want to move in with me. And you tell me that you're, um, you, you've been separated from your spouse or whatever. Uh, and divorce papers have been filed. Well, guess what? You can check and find out. Get evidence. See if that's true before you would ever let a narcissist move in with you. Because you're, you're thinking, well, why would they lie about that? Why would they lie about something I could go and check on? Because they're believing you're not going to check. That's why. <laughs> because remember, they also think that we're stupid, we're lazy, so we deserve to be manipulated because they're on this higher plane of consciousness and they're on par with God. So they, it's their, their ruling is the righteous ruling in their eyes. That's how they see us. So just go and check. That's what we can do, first of all. So go and check. And then we can point it out to them with truth. Remember, this is the truth. We always use truth. We go back to them. Hey, I found out that you didn't actually file for divorce. There are no papers. Then they'll start switching their narrative. Well, it's not really filed. It's, you know, it's um, waiting for approval. Oh, really? So who's the lawyer who's processing this? Where, why, where is it being approved? When did, when was it submitted and how long? And, and then you can find this out too. Like how long does it take to get something like that approved? Anyway, what I'm trying to say to you, and I've used that example probably to death at this point is go and check whatever the narcissist claims, whatever their claims are, go and check. So something that they don't expect you to do, by the way, uh, then you are thinking, well, what else? What else can we do? Because apparently they are deceiving the whole town or all their flying monkeys who then come back and are pushing the same story, the same lies, the same narrative as the narcissist. And so what do you do with that? Start questioning. Just asking. Ask the, nar ask the narcissist fan club. Ask their flying monkeys. Just trying to get them to think. Like, um... Well, when did the narcissist do that? When did they do say that to you? And just 
just be inquisitive and ask how, when, where, why, you know, uh, the story will start to unravel. Whatever story they told, they're flying monkeys. Um, I want to use what's going on in government right now. Let me see. And I know some of you probably don't agree, but let me ask you this. Will you go and check? Will you go and find out instead of listening to their narrative? Because you know the narcissist narrative will always be, well, my ex is lying. Well, my ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, ex-neighbor, ex-friend, ex-boss, everybody's their ex, right? All their exes are lying is what they will say. What I'm saying is, well, how about you talk to that ex? Or how about you even just go and look and see um, if that ex is doing what they the narcissist is saying they're doing. For instance, if they're saying that that ex is always, um, let's see, what's a good one? That that ex treats their own children badly, right? That that ex is horrible to their own kids. You probably can find out, like, well, if they're that horrible to their own kids, how is it they're at the park playing with their kids right now? How is it that they have custody of the kids and the narcissist does not, right? Um, yeah. Whatever it is, check. And second of all, ask questions. Talk to the flying monkeys and the fan club. Now, you won't always get them to understand. And actually, a lot of times, you they may not want to know. They may not want to understand. They just want to have their world looking tidy and happy and going along with the narcissist and not causing any waves because that's kind of where the crowd is going, the direction the crowd is going. So they don't want to be excluded. So you may come across that. So then what do you do, right? What is going on with the narcissist? Guys, I'm going to stop for a second and check and see. Yeah, Obi, good to see you. Says, it is kind of funny watching narcs do their predictable behaviors. Yep, absolutely. They, he says they sold their souls, so that's how they get away with what they do. It's true, right? They did. Marissa Risk, good to see you. Lover of Truth, good to see you as well. Oh, I'm sorry, I did say hi earlier, but yes, good to see you guys hopping on. So with the narcissist, you need to know what is the truth about them. You need to know if what they're even saying is the truth. A lot of people just won't check. They won't. Um, and it's true. They actually think that everybody else is just dumber than they are. Uh, another thing about narcissists, another truth about narcissists I want to cover is that they will ruin your life and think it's better for you this way because somehow they benefit, right? They, they kind of, they know they benefit from ruining your life, whatever it might be. And they think that, but they're helping you because in their minds, they'll twist it around to make it seem like they're doing something good for you. And it's helping you, although it's actually giving them more control. But they'll sell it that way to those who are willing to listen to them, to the, the fan club, to the media, um, to the 
the people, they're, they're flying monkeys. They're going to portray this narrative, this new story. That what they did to you, like divorcing you, right? Leaving you destitute. Um, even taking the house from you. It's better for you this way. It's better for you because you never liked the house. Or it's better for you that they took the children because um, you you have at times expressed your frustration at the kids. So it's better they're doing you a favor, right? When actually what they're doing is they're trying to put screws into your side. They're trying to hurt you as much as they can. They know you love the kids and they know that taking the kids from you would just destroy you. So they're going to do that. Kids to them are nothing. And here's the deal. Others who are watching will be able to see this. Will be able to see that they ignore their kids. They take their kids from you or even the pet, right? Maybe you don't have pet um, kids and you have pets that you shared. They'll take the pet and yet spend no time taking care of the pet, right? The, the pet is shaggy, dirty, nasty, smelly. And um, you, you just see like that they never spend time training the pet or taking care of the pet. The flying monkeys, if they would just stop for a moment and pay attention to the narcissist, they'll see, they'll see the truth. So another thing about narcissists, another truth about them is that lies mean absolutely nothing to them. Truth or lies actually mean absolutely nothing to them. So they're just words. Words are there for them to use. Words are a tool. They don't have to mean what you think they mean, right? Or they will change the definition. This is another irritation of mine with narcissists. They change the definition of words so that they can try to manipulate you. And you just feel like saying, just shut up. <laughs> you know, come on. This word means what we all know it means. You'll even bring out a dictionary and point out to them, this word means this. And then they'll insist, well, in slang, or the way that the culture is using it, it actually means the opposite. And so to them, lying to your face means nothing. They have no conscience about it. They're not going to feel bad that they lied to you. Because remember, um, the other truth was, whatever they do, it's actually good for you. So whatever they do to you, in their minds, it's actually good for you. So even if they're lying to you, they'll, they'll convince themselves that this lie that they're telling you is somehow beneficial to you. It works out better for you this way if they lie to you. And um, kind of thing, you know, when I see narcissists, oh, I'm sorry, let me, let me back up a little bit. So when they lie to you, they think it's good for you. Why is that? Because they think that they're God. They think that they are in control of everything. And if everything were left to their control, then the whole world would be perfect, right? To them, it's their way is always the right way. And so whatever they do to you to get to that goal of theirs, to get to their way of doing things, to them, it's better for everyone. When I watch uh, criminal stories, you guys, it's just appalling to me and disgusting to see these criminals on tape during their interrogations act as if they're doing the world a favor. Act as if them 
treating people so badly. Um, let me say there are two, two trains of thought here. One is they think that it's better for the other person, better for the community, that they take advantage of certain people because they feel like those certain people deserve it, right? Second thing is they actually believe that um, it's not their fault because they're just giving into their inclinations, their nature. So they're just going along with God, if you will. And I use the term God very loosely in this video, you guys. I want to say that this is not the Christian God or whatever God it is they seem to be worshiping. But they actually think that it's their God, their supernatural being, their universal king or whatever it is that supposedly they think rules the world and the universe has given them these desires, these temptations, this type of characteristic, then they're supposed to carry it out. They're supposed to use other people and carry out this demented character of theirs. And if that means using people, if that means hurting them, if that means even taking their life, it's that sickening. They believe then that they are justified in doing that. They are king, court, justice, they're everything in their world. And they think that the rest of us are just stupid subjects to be used, manipulated, destroyed, whatever they need to do to us in order to play out their role that they feel has been ordained upon them. This is absolutely total insanity, you guys. But when it gets to the point where it's a global issue, and these people seemingly are running the globe, that is what they believe. I mean, that's why I call them psychopaths, you guys. It's beyond narcissism. It is absolute psychopathy. But narcissism is a part of that characteristic of, this, of the psychopath. They actually think that highly of themselves. They, they are actually very self-centered. Although they pretend to be altruistic, they'll send up, send, not send up, they'll set up foundations. I just heard recently like 52% of corporations don't pay any tax, which I don't even understand. So they can set up these certain types of corporations that do a certain amount of philanthropical activity and not be taxed because they'll pour all their profits into the, the foundations. And if they do that and then disperse the money, it's essentially money laundering, you guys, and then launder their profits through the foundations, then they can say, hey, you can't tax my profits because all of it was donated to this foundation or this nonprofit, which actually belongs to the narcissist. You guys, it's a total rack. It's a racketeering, total criminal setup. And we are all being robbed blind. So what they do, I don't know if you're following this, right? Because this is on a huge grand scale bigger than the smaller ones, but you can apply it to your smaller relationships, the, the smaller intimate relationships. What the narcissist will do is set up in a way that they simply benefit and they will rob you blind and still tell you it's good for you because you were going to spend that money anyway. So at least some of it will go to their humanitarian aid, right? They'll pretend that's what it's going to. And maybe it will help out some people, 
but it won't actually solve their problems. Like it won't actually dig them out of a hole. What they end up doing, and the funniest thing I saw was like, I don't know if it was a meme, but essentially it was kind of like a meme where they're taking money from you saying that you need to pay for their services. So you, you, your taxes, right? So they take whatever percentage of your, your income. Let's say they take 25% of your income. So for every hundred dollars you make, they're taking $25 of that. And then they'll give you back $5. They're like, Hey, I'm going to give you $5. Every single person in your family gets $5. Well, first of all, they taxed everybody in your family. Let's say there were five people in your family. So they get, they just took $25 from each one of each of you guys from your family. So um, they just got $125 to themselves. So now for each member of your family, your five person family, they're going to give each of you $5. Man, that's $25. All the tax that they collected on one person, they're going to give back to your family. And you're like, wow, that's a lot of money. And then they walk off with $100. You guys remember, <laughs> this is just basic math. So they collected $125. They're willing to give back $25 of that. And they walk off with $100. Meanwhile, you're sitting there with the flying monkeys going, wow, look at how generous they were. They gave us all $5. From where? Do that check, you guys. From where are they giving this money? Oh, they took it from us and now they're giving it back to us. But they're only giving us back a small portion of what they just took from us. That's what we need to know. That's what we need to see. We need to actually check what they're actually doing, um, where the money is actually coming from, and how they're spending the other $100. You guys, I was just telling a friend of mine recently, you know, with the trillions of dollars, I mean, you've got to look up some videos. I remember back in, it probably was 2008. Um, there were videos, maybe 2010. There were videos being made showing what one trillion dollars would look like and i think it was like stacked what let's say one dollar bills stacked i can't remember it was like 20 feet high and filling an entire football field we just cannot even imagine it it may not even have been one football field it might have been more than just one football field anyway it's just absolute craziness like that so Right now, we're, we're, we're so desensitized to the narcissist manipulations, to their lies, to even the terms that they use, like trillion. We've seen that and we've heard that number thrown around so much that we think it means absolutely nothing. And then when I sit down and explain to a friend how much a trillion is, for instance, the United States of America collects, and you guys can check on this, about $4 trillion a year now. Back in 2001, how far back am I thinking? About 2000, it might've been about one, we collected about almost, maybe it was actually $2 trillion. And nowadays, 20 years later, we're collecting about $4 trillion a year for our uh, government spending, I guess, taxes. So $4 trillion and they want to spend Two trillion of that right away. They're like, oh, we're gonna take two trillion. They're taking half, and that's just one time. Now there are more 
in, proposals in in process where they're going to ask for two two and a half two point eight trillion dollars more like what the heck that's more than our entire collection of taxes for a year what are they doing with that um i don't know about you guys but there's been construction on my interstate there's one major well there are a few different interstates but one of them has been under construction for the last 20 years <laughs> and they're still not done with it and all it runs is between two cities that are about 45 minutes apart and it's still not done and i'm like how can it take 20 years and all these trillions of dollars that are supposedly meant for our roads right roads and schools roads and schools is what they keep telling us and yet it's not done you guys, we are in a narcissistic scheme. They're lying to us about what they're doing with our money. They're lying to like Bernie Madoff, right? And his pyramid schemes. They're lying or Ponzi schemes, right? Where they take money from one group and they give a tenth of it to, not, to the others that had been around longer. And the ones that had been around longer are like, oh, we just got some money. So the money must be investments that profitable and it had nothing to do do with investments it had all to do with scamming people other new people out of their money and then giving a portion of that to the old people just to appease them and make them think that this money coming to them is Bernie Madoff's investments and I you know he's the most famous one but there in my opinion should be probably hundreds of people in jail not just one guy there should be hundreds of people in jail for doing the exact same thing that he did. Just stealing from people and then money laundering it through, make it look like it was an official business and that he's actually giving it back to people. That is what's happening to us on the grander national governmental scale right now, you guys. It's a total Ponzi scheme. They are stealing it from future generations and then handing us back a pittance, a pittance. The $1.9 trillion that they had passed, what is it, last month? And then they gave each American 1400 I guess. Um, we thought, and actually they didn't give each American that. They gave a bunch of it to um, criminals, right, that are not supposed to be getting it. And withholding it from people who are eligible to get it. Because I have a friend who is on social security and she has filed taxes because I think you have to pay taxes even on your social security. She did not get that check. But here's the deal. It's not about how much am I going to get? It's mine. I want this money. What it's about is the narcissists that are controlling this money have stolen it from us, from the $4 trillion that they collect from us, right? So now our roads are not going to get done. Our schools are not going to be subsidize i mean they are but they're not it's not going to go to the kids it's not going to go to the classroom it's going to go to the unions or the teachers uh, pensions right to keep the teachers happy because if you're you don't keep those teachers happy the employees happy they might turn on you they might actually wake up you guys this ponzi scheme is huge it is deep it is wide and yet where we feel overwhelmed they're like well what can we do about it? Well, we can keep spreading the truth. Keep waking people up. And wake up these teachers. Wake up these people. 
I just don't even understand. Oh my gosh, so much to talk about. Sorry, you guys, I kind of went on a lot of uh, different examples here. But I wanted to tell you that there is hope. There is goodness. And the good news is that we're not a narcissist, right? The good news is we're not going to drive our own lives into the ground. The good news is we can actually find sanity. We actually are in touch with truth. We And truth, you know, I had a friend talking to me yesterday. And for her, she's been inundated and overwhelmed with maybe, I don't want to say too much truth, but too much negative news. Let's just say that. So she feels like she just can't look anymore. She doesn't want to look anymore. And I understand that. Definitely take a break. The good news is you can always take a break from the negativity. Take a break from the narcissistic crazy town that we find ourselves in. You can take a break from that. Go for a walk. Be in the sunshine. Do a project. Finish a project, right, that you started. Get productive. Do something that's productive then it will start to spill over into the negative arena. Then you're going to start to feel wrong enough to listen to the truth. I was telling her that the truth hurts, right? The truth is ugly and nasty sometimes. But the good news is the truth is going to clean out the, the disgusting, trashy, horrible parts of crazy town. The truth will shine a light on all of that dirt. So, and when you see that dirt, yeah, it's going to be nasty. It's going to be like so disgusting. But now you can clean it out. Now that you know the dirt is there, you can start to clean it out. And that, my friends, are is the good news. You can start to clean up this crazy town. You can start to bring back sanity into your life. You don't have to live inside of this demented, crazy, delusional narrative that the narcissist keeps pushing on you. Keep waking people up to this. We are in a battle for our lives, actually, when it comes to the narcissist. We are in a battle for, if it's a personal thing, for control of our own lives back. If it's on the grander scale of governmental fraud and criminal activity, we are in a battle to take that back. I mean, locally, I'm paying attention more, I hope you guys are as well, to these politicians that talk outside, out through both sides of their mouths, right? They're telling one group one thing, and then they tell another group a different thing, and, and complete opposite, by the way. So which is it? Which is it that they're going to do? You need to check on that. You need to keep track of it. You need to inform people around you, and that's what I do, and I inform people around me. And they're going to start going, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. And they may actually start checking up. This is how we overcome narcissists. We actually check what they say. Anyway, well, you guys, thank you so much for being here. Our hour is just about up, but I'll give you a few minutes to wrap up your conversations. Frost is best in the world. Good to see you. And do raw. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. We need to process what's going on with the narcissist. 
We need to be truthful with ourselves. And by the way, when you are, when the truth comes out, you start to see there are options. You won't know what your options are until you see the truth, until you understand what situation you're in. If you're um, just living inside of your head and you're not collecting information, evidence, uh, facts about your situation, you're not going to be able to fight the narcissist. You're not going to be able to bring in reinforcements, whether it's legal reinforcements or enforcements from your own family and friends to stand against the narcissist. You need to know what you're fighting, right, in order to win the battle. What, you know, if you don't know what you're fighting, you're going to just be lunging all over the place, not knowing if you're going to hit your target. You need to find out what is my target? What is my goal? What is it I hope to accomplish here with the narcissist? And if it's to expose their lies, then start checking, right? Start checking what they say and then exposing it to everybody. Take uh, pictures, uh, bring printouts. <laughs> I mean, be prepared to combat the narcissist lies. Um, that's why it's so important to be plugged into the truth. The truth about narcissists is that they believe they're working outside of the rules and they can do whatever they want. The truth for us is that they're working outside the rules. So we just need to show that. We need to prove it. We need to show people these people are working outside the rules because they think the rules don't apply to them. And we show where they're breaking the rules. And once people start to see that, they'll start to back away from the narcissist. And when the narcissist does not have uh, the support that they've been having, they will crumble. They will just simply implode. They'll crumble into themselves and you'll be able to walk away. Well, you guys, that has been my hour today, <laughs> our happy crappy hour, our live stream. I appreciate so much that you guys have come on. I hope that you're opening your eyes to what's really going on. A video series I've been watching, and you have to seek this, by the way, because here's another thing you know you're being lied to, another way to know, is when information is being censored. So when information is being censored, go and seek it, right? Go and find out what the heck are they hiding from me. I have seen stuff that a bit that's been censored uh, that says that this is very harmful information, or there is pornography, or there are uh, is it harmful images. You know, is there a disclaimer? And then I'll watch what it is that they said they're protecting me from. And then when I turn, I click on it, and I watch it. I'm like. There was nothing harmful about this. This was actually simply truth. They were simply telling you the truth about what a person had said, what they had done, and um, what's going on now. And you're like, how was this? And there was no pornography involved, right? There was nothing, no cursing, which is what the censor will say, is that there was sense, there was uh, cursing in it, and there was... Uh, nudity or you know they'll say stuff like this and you watch and you're like there was none of that they're totally lying to us so do not trust the media honestly do not trust them do not trust these social media platforms they're lying to us you guys just wake up to this we have narcissist grand scale narcissist psychopaths running us right now manipulating us and uh well 
I don't know. I don't want to put us on, end on such a negative note. The good news is we're waking up to it. The good news is more and more people are waking up to it. Even yesterday, I was talking to a person I work with, and he was complaining about something. And the cool thing is he knows he can complain to me because he knows I'm awake. Now, before, they would think that I'm just harping on stuff that they're uncomfortable talking about. So they didn't want to hear. They didn't want to see. They didn't want to look. They didn't want to read. They just thought, I'm overreacting. You're just overreacting. So we don't need to listen to you because you're overreacting. But yesterday, one of them came up to me and started complaining about one of the things that's going on in our country right now, namely the crazy spending, the trillions and trillions of dollars. And he didn't get it. He's like, why? Why does this crazy psychopath think that, well, I didn't call him that, but he says, why did this, this, this guy not blink? And he thinks that every suggestion, financial suggestion starts with at least a trillion dollars. I was like, yep, they're robbing us. They're robbing us blind. And I said, and guess what? Every time they suggest this 1.9 trillion, 2.3 trillion, whatever it is, 2.6 trillion, every time they suggest that amount of money, to go to infrastructure or building something or helping the people. Look at how much actually goes back to the people. And I gave you guys that example earlier, $5 out of every 25. And that's being generous, by the way. They're giving us even less than that. So they were giving us out of the 1.9 trillion, I think it was under 400 billion, so 380 something billion dollars. Is that even right? Yeah. Um, came to us. So the 1.6 trillion, 1.62 trillion went elsewhere. I'm like, why are we getting 380 billion? And then what's happening with the other 1.6 trillion? And remember the foundations and corporations I told you don't pay taxes? Yes. They pay their brother-in-law who has this company that will provide a certain service that they say that that $1.6 trillion is going to go to. And then when that company makes a profit, they take the profits and they, they invest, no, wait, they donate it to a nonprofit that's run by another family member, surprisingly, and they end up not paying taxes. Um, and also not fixing our roads or making our schools better. Everything is going, uh, down because they're not actually putting any money towards any of this. Any, the only thing they're good at is lying, cheating, and stealing. And that's what we have in our government right now. Lying, cheating, stealing. That's what they're good at. And the manipulation. Last night's, I don't even know what to call it, joint session where the head bozo was talking. <laughs> I can't even say what's going on. Um, was by invitation only. Like, how do you invite only part of your elected officials? Only, and of course they said it's because of the, I can't even say the word, the, the illness, let's just say that, right? That's going around. But for 30 minutes before they actually had their public, the televised part of the session, Actually, all of it was on camera. I think C-SPAN usually covers 
uh, what's going on in Congress for like an hour, half an hour before they start. So you see people milling around. You see all these idiots milling around. What are they doing? They're hugging, they're kissing, they're shaking hands. They're um, face to face, like inches from each other's faces. And then for the public, when the session starts, when the conference, well, I don't remember what it was, no, speech, whatever, was given, then the camera turns on for the network television sites, the media that lies to us left and right. And we see them all six foot distance, all of them in their masks, all of them acting as if, oh, we are so still very afraid of this illness that's going around. But if you watch the C-SPAN camera, live camera, that's kind of just mounted there, shooting the room, showing the whole room, almost like a security camera type of deal. But they're just setting up and they're just getting their camera lenses right and their focus and their whatever. And you see all of them doing everything they tell you to be afraid of doing. They're totally lying to us, you guys. We're in a total manipulation right now. Anyway, ah, uh, there I go again. You guys, just be aware. Pay attention. Everything that I'm telling you, you can check. By the way, go ahead and check and you will see. Uh, narcissists hope that you won't check. And the good news is you are learning to check. Not just to check, but you're going to share that information with those around you and wake them up. And slowly but surely, they will come around. And that's the good news. Good news is yesterday, I had a guy that I work with, like I was telling you, who for the longest time was combating me about different issues <laughs> that's going on in our country right now. And yesterday he came to me and he started complaining about one of those issues. And lo and behold, I had a bunch of information I was able to give him and get, got him thinking even more than just what the heck's going on here. Now he's thinking, wait a minute, they're robbing us? They are robbing us. And now he's starting to open his eyes. If they're willing to do that, what else are they willing to do? So now he's going to start checking all the other narratives that he has been believing. So we will see. We will see, you guys. So the good news is people are waking up. The truth is going to win. The truth always wins. It might take some time, but the truth will come out. And I think we're on the precipice of that. We're actually finally on the point where truth is so powerful right now. There are so many organizations popping up grassroots organizations, you guys. I hear of new ones all the time. And it's kind of a good thing, actually, that there are so many. You know, there was a time when I thought it would be better if it was all centralized and we all got the information. But there is so much information out there, so much evidence out there, so much, so many facts out there that to have them all centralized would, be, would fill an encyclopedia set, right? And who can go through all of that information? So it's really good that there are all these little small grassroots organizations popping up and focusing on a few truths at a time. And that's what people need. They just need to hear a few truths at a time. And that helps them to wake up. Guys, we are on the right path. We are going towards the right things. And these darn narcissists are not going to win. The ones in your personal life, it might seem really dark and and hopeless, but the truth, just keep seeking the truth. Keep 
checking that narcissist, what they say, what they do um, towards you. Of course, you don't want to be stalking them or anything like that. And in fact, if you can stay away from them, stay away from them. But when they are lying about you, when they're lying about what's going on, you check the, the facts about them. And then you're, you're going to be able to share it with those around them. And those around them are going to start questioning. And those around them are going to be like, wait a minute. So if that's a lie, what that narcissist just said, what other things might they be lying about? It's opening the door, you guys. Opening the door to truth. Well, blessings to you guys. I hope that this has been helpful to you to see what you can do. Don't be, don't be lazy, right? Don't just think, oh, I don't have time for it. Just do a quick check. Yeah. Instead of watching a show for 45, 50 minutes, spend three, you know, spend a commercial time. Spend, give yourself five minutes. I know nobody watches commercials anymore, but spend five minutes just doing a little fact checking. Well, you guys, God bless you. Take care of yourselves. Stay hopeful because we are going to win. We are going to win against the narcissists in our lives. And the good news is we're not them. <laughs> I cannot emphasize that enough. Just count your blessings that you're not the narcissist because narcissists have nowhere good that they're going to be going. I'll tell you that. All right, you guys, I will see you next week.